Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jennifer Mertland? Monica, what are you doing? I very rarely say your entire name, Jennifer. Jennifer, you got to put my middle name in there. What is it? Anne. Jennifer Ann Mertland. (laughs) You're in trouble. (laughs) <laughs> Good. I like to be in trouble. You used to be grounded. How, what did what did your mom do in the way of disciplining you if she did? Well, one time she put soap in my mouth. What? What did Just, you say to her? I don't remember. But can you believe it only happened one time? Only once? <laughs> and then the other time she threatened to do it. And so I stopped whatever I was. And she only spanked me one time because it hurt so bad i was like then i just got really good at hiding what i was doing wrong. Uh, okay right good <laughs> got real sneaky i can imagine that you were a terror as a child yeah what's your middle name lee l-e-i-g-h oh the fancy lee not like the jeans i used to say not like the jeans oh my god <laughs> monica lee well, I always thought it was kind of weird. Monica Lee, Weekly, like, what? I it's a lot. I would have chosen that, but, you know, my mom, my dad, whatever. You can change it. it is what it is. Yeah, I'm not that, I'm not that, uh, I guess I'm just not that passionate about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. All right, guys, we love, love, love having you tune in. Thanks for being here for another episode today. Jen and I are going to duke it out over this question. Is real estate really for you cool real estate really for you jen is real estate really for you listen there in the beginning i would say the first maybe eight years i would ask myself this a lot all the time yeah and it just like came to the conclusion that you know i'm like a numbers person and it is the biggest return on my investment of time and it gets me to where i want to go the fastest so like for me i was really clear about where i wanted to go and every time i asked that it was because i wasn't doing what i knew to do to get me where i wanted to go so for me it was like okay well you i'd be like self jennifer ann jennifer ann you have a choice you can either do what you know to do and get where you want to go, or you can go work for somebody. And then I'd be like, oh, how am I going to do that? No. Like, what does that even mean? Like, what does it mean to work for somebody? Like I have to follow the rules. I have well, to like do it. Show up on time. I always am on time. I'm early all the time. Well, I know, but I mean like when they want you somewhere. Yeah. Right. I have to like work the hours that they want yes, me to work. They, like, And I was like, well, maybe, maybe I could get like one of those remote jobs, but then I see my friends working remotely and they are like, it's like constantly, they are at their desk, at their computer. We're in Asia and they are there like having to be on call and ready all the time. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. And even if I get my work done faster, it doesn't matter. I'll still have to be there. Like that's stupid. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to go with. Yes, it is the right business for me. What about you? It's the right business for me because first of all, I'm 
I love relationships. That's my that's my jam. <laughs> By the way, I just realized your initials spelled jam. Jam. Oh yeah. Yeah. J-A-M. You know, Damn so I knew that I was going to be in a business that was relationship based. Here's what wh- why I know real estate was right for me, especially starting out, and of course now, because you know, just been doing it so long. I couldn't find another business like it where you could carry millions of dollars of inventory mm-hmm. without owning any of it mm-hmm. out of pocket. That's true. It's the biggest gift of all gifts, this business. Mm-hmm. I literally, there is no ceiling on how many millions of dollars of inventory I carry in my shop. Right. Where I don't have a single outlay of cash as far as carrying that inventory but then like i I couldn't find anything else that was anything remote what did you look at i i mean other business opportunities franchises those kinds of things there was so much cash outlay franchising just every time i've looked at it it seems expensive like what am i paying for is and i think it's hard and i just didn't know what i didn't know at that point right have exposure to a lot of business concepts and ideas and thought leaders and all that at that point. I was just, I just wanted to be a business owner. I knew I needed to be my own boss. I knew that much. But even like, if we look at like lenders or insurance, like a lot of them are similar to us, right? Like lawyers, it's still like our return on investment is so, I mean, it's so high, so high. It can't, it can be lower. And a lot of people spend all their money before they have it, which is mm-hmm. silly mm-hmm. to me. So mm-hmm. a lot of people's return on investment is low, but like mm-hmm. it can be very high if you yeah. know what, how to look at a number. I can. I think like in general, going back to like this general question, I think it's really important that people ask themselves this because I think there are a lot of agents that are in this business that really don't enjoy it, mm-hmm. don't see the long-term play for it. They're frustrated. But then why did they even get in it? Like, what was the gap? Know, they didn't know what they didn't know. And But I think it's pivot. When you when you know, I mean, that's not why I quit so many jobs in my life. Once I knew this path wasn't going where I was going, yeah. why am I staying on that any longer? Right. It's okay. I made a mistake. I learned something. I probably met a couple people like pivot, move. Yeah. Same for anybody. If you are frustrated, if this business is not bringing you joy anymore, it's okay. But sometimes if it's not bringing you joy anymore, it's a burnout thing, right? Like if you're in like somewhere around your four to six, there's something magical that happens where if you've been working those last four to six years, there's something that happens where you're like, you get it, it clicks. You're like, oh, I get it. Now I get sure. it. Like I know how to do my job. Like you may still question it, but it's it's just the, the job is like easier. Like you yeah. you're not running uphill constantly, right? Like you're starting to get referrals, like things happen. But I think like if you're one, if you're asking yourself this question, like is real estate the right business for me? I would say, well, wh- why did you get into it in the first place? And if it's like, I thought it was going to be one way and it is a totally different way, then then that, okay, I can get that. But if you're like, well, I knew, I knew that it was a sales-based role mm-hmm. and I knew that I would have to do this. And if it's just, I find that people ask this because they are not doing the work. For sure. So then ask yourself, am I doing the work required to get to where I want to go? And if the answer is no, then that's not the business, that's you. Well, but the question is, 
am I willing to do the work? Not Hello. am I. The answer is no, but will I do? And if you're not, then yes, that's why it's time to move. Mm-hmm. You just got to be honest with yourself. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I just don't know why you would have to be hitting your head against a wall for months and years, not doing the work and still trying to survive in real estate. Why do that? Why? This is the equivalent of showing the same person 500 houses over the last year and a half. Right. You say to yourself, well, they'll buy a house eventually. And I say to you, by the time they do, if, if they ever do, your outlay is way greater than what you'll be receiving. You should have cut your losses. So, okay. So um, let me ask you this. I'm an agent. Been doing it long enough, longer than four years. I'm not having the success I need. I I know I'm not doing the right things and I don't know if I'm going to. Should I just give up? Should I? I think sometimes it can be an environment issue. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm a firm believer in like surrounding yourself with the people that inspire and motivate you and that you inspire and motivate. Are you inspiring to those around you? Do those around you inspire you? If your answer is no, look around and see, can I get into relationship with those that inspire me and that I inspire? So this is why people go to like their company pep rallies, whatever the hell they're called. You know what I'm talking about. Like, oh, like you mean like their events? Yeah, like, like the events. They make me crazy. <laughs> But yes, like different events, because it gives you like a shot in the arm and it's like, okay, how can I sustain that? Like when, if you go to one of those events, does your company have those? Do you go to those events? What did you think during those events? How did your mindset change? How do you stay in that mindset? If you were to stay there, like what else would you be doing with your time? I had this one girl that I was coaching. Oh my goodness. She was knew how to make cold calls. Okay. Like she Mm -hmm. knew she came from cold call background. I was like, this is great. All you have to do is do it for yourself now. Yeah. She literally could not do it for herself. She got a job doing it for somebody else. Oh man. I was like, girlfriend. Oh my God. You just lost money. She just gave up. Oh my God. So much money. So brutal. I don't know. I mean, what else do you think you could be asking yourself? Okay. Am I doing the work? And if the answer is no, am I willing to do the work? And if the answer is yes, then you're okay. Do I like doing the work? Do Do I I like like doing the work? Right. Because this is where a lot of agents get stuck. They think they only have to do the business in one way. And so is there another way? Mm -hmm. And, you know, transactional and relationship aren't just the only two you can do. Those are kind of categories, but you could also do real estate adjacent things, too. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, maybe you're a better loan officer. Maybe you're um, would be an amazing transaction coordinator and you could still be licensed and sell a few houses. Like, Well, one thing and it changes, right? Like one thing we've morphed into is being like referral based agents. Like I love referring. I love hunting and I love that initial conversation, but I don't really want to be in relationship while you're going crazy. You don't want to serve the rest of it. No, I don't want to serve the rest of it. And so it's like, oh, that's also an option because I think we get stuck in like, okay, if you're a capital R realtor, then you have to be this way. Like you have to, you know, whatever you think is your, your vision, you have to be that way, but not everybody is like that. Do you think this goes ultimately to aim even something bigger, like pull up 
more to like the fact that people don't have clarity about what they want in their life at all. I think that it's more about perspective because I think it's easy to get clarity when you know all the choices. It's a lot harder if you don't. Mm -hmm. This is about asking questions, being around people that think bigger than you so that you, you can know, understand. That's right. I gained perspective of what I wanted from seeing big lives being played out in front of me. Yeah. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that, sure. I mean, that's how I do it too. Some people are not like that. Mm -hmm. Some people are internal processors. We're like external processors, but mm -hmm. like there's, and we joke and we've done a podcast before, like who's better at, who's better at real estate and extroverts and introverts. Right. But the mm -hmm. fact is, is there's no one right personality mm -hmm. type that is a good real yeah. estate agent. I'll, any personality type can be a great real estate agent and there's fact, not just one way to do it. Yeah. Right. In fact, sometimes it really surprises me. Who's a good real estate agent. Like <laughs> how yes. in the world exactly. do you have a thriving real estate business? Exactly. You no, know, like what? Like either their personality is exactly opposite of what you think a good real estate agent is or whatever. But I do know, and you're you're right, you got to gain perspective, but I think people, they don't know what they want. People do not, if you go up to a hundred people on the street and say, quick, name your life's goal. Like people don't, they don't think like that. Yeah. People don't. And you and I have been lucky enough uh, over the course of, you know, the, the brokerages we've been at, it's not just one brokerage, but that we've been exposed to big thinkers, big lives and different ways of doing it. And then you can kind of lay that against that. But if you don't spend time on that, then how do you know if what you're doing is going to get you there? Well, the if thing you, is, is like, what did you do before? Were you unhappy doing that? Is that why you came to real estate? So really, is it you? Yeah, right, right. Because you don't have clarity on what you want. Somebody that doesn't want a big financial life, they just want to simplify, then that's going to be a different path through real estate than somebody that wants a big, fat, fancy luxurious life right both what do you think maybe we should take a break and when we come back we'll think okay what are because there's a lot of ways to be really successful at real estate but what are the common what are the one or two common threads that real estate agents have that successful real estate agents have like what are okay. the characteristics or something okay cool okay. let's do it let's uh take a quick break here a word from our favorite partners and when yeah. we return we'll Give me those little commonalities. Okay. Hi guys, Monica Weekly here. You know how you're supposed to post about real estate every single day on Facebook? Yes, yes you do. And the reason is if we don't remind our Facebook friends what we do for a living and how we help people, they will forget about it. We know it's our job to inform, educate, and demonstrate what we do for a living. Well, I'm coaching agents all around the country, and they understand that, but they're not doing it. And I ask them, why aren't you doing it? Probably just like you. And they said, Monica, we don't know what to post. Can we just borrow your stuff? Because I love creating Facebook posts. And these can often be used over on Instagram as well. So I said yes, and people were borrowing my stuff. So I created finally a product that you can sign up for for free. It is free, guys. There is no reason for you not to sign up for this. It's ghostposter.com. G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R. No E in there. Just T-R. Dot com. And what you're going to get is you're going to get a Facebook posting idea to your email every single day. So not only do you have this great idea, but you've been reminded, oh yeah, I need to post. 
And that's Monday through Friday. And if you don't love the post or you think, gosh, I'd like something else, well, you're also going to get access to a library of over 600 different posts for you to choose from by category. You're going to love it. Go sign up, ghostposter.com. Don't waste a minute. And then be sure to join the private Facebook group. All right, I'll see you in there. Hey guys, it's Monica here. I am so excited to introduce you to Real Estate Fight Club's newest partnership, Cyberbacker. Cyberbacker is the best in the business for virtual assistants. How do I know this? Because I am a Cyberbacker customer and I love this company. I have my favorite, Frances. She is my Cyberbacker, been with me for over a year. She's amazing. She makes me better. She's eager to help. She's on time. She's disciplined. She's awesome. And this company, Cyberbacker, has figured out the system. From the interviewing process to find out what I need, to the interviewing process to interview several cyberbackers, to the onboarding process, to the training process, very buttoned up, very awesome. You and I both know it's time for you to leverage. It's time for you to take that step and Cyberbacker is a really safe, awesome solution. Make sure to mention Fight Club and you will be getting a free gift, all right? Do it, make the call, see ya. Welcome back to the Battle Inside of the Ring today. Jen and I are talking about, you know, how is this business real estate really right for you and how to sort of take a minute and kind of process that in a different way. And hopefully we're giving you some things to think about. There, there's no right or wrong here. There's no black or white. There's no easy answer to this. But sometimes we forget to even ask ourselves that. Right. Do I really want to be doing this? We only ask ourselves when we're all depressed, like, I haven't sold it. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but then it's like, well, shit, no wonder, because I haven't talked to anybody. Maybe there's an element of instead of what, I don't really want to do this. I hate all of it. It's like, what small piece of real estate do you actually really freaking love? And I actually did have a conversation with somebody one time that said, I love working with elder, like senior citizens. Okay. She it was like her freaking mojo and she enjoyed them trusting her and she enjoyed the family being so grateful. And so she just went all in on do that. that. Do that. You can. That's the thing. I mean, that's exactly what we did over the years. It's like, okay, get rid of all this shit that I don't want to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know that I like to hunt. I know I do not like customer service. I hate that piece. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. like, okay, how can I get rid of the customer service? Mm -hmm. It's like, keep getting rid of and really tailoring it into like, what are you what are yeah. you the one thing that you're really good at and that when you you're the expert at that it, you can make a lot of money yeah you don't have to be everything that's right all right you were gonna i think one of the the things because is it i'm thinking like okay is it that successful real estate agents are people people not necessarily no. i know a lot of people that can put a show on for yeah. when they need to yeah not at so all is it that they're I don't know. They wake up at 5 a.m. Because you hear that all the time, right? No, no. And it's not. No. And then it's like, you know, what I think it is, is they are consistent over time. Uh, consistent over time. And they talk to more people than you. Yeah. They just talk to people, whether it's people they know or people they don't know. Yeah. They're purposeful. They're so it's, yeah. Yeah purposeful about talking to more people and doing it over time over time that's Boom. it done it's just kind of that simple it's you're not talking to enough people now in the spirit of the conversation of this podcast is real estate really for you 
if you don't want to talk to people, it's not, it's not the right business for you. It's just not. Because Jen, you have to talk to people every day. I have to talk to people every day. We, but we two, like talking to people. I know, but we have two very different businesses and we kind of cover like the only two ways to make this, like make money in real estate transactionally, or I mean, in selling real estate transactionally yeah. or relationship. Right? Talking to people is in both of those. You don't like I think do it. it's not like talking denotes like a verbal conversation. I think it's communicating with people. Yeah. Because yeah. there's like a whole subset of people that don't talk, right? But they communicate. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just yeah. saying like you can do it in other ways. I don't know. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, but that gives people permission to hide behind a keyboard. And that is not a way you're going to build your business. I see what you're saying. Like, yeah. I, I think there is the, you must interact. At some point, you're going to have to interact. Right, right. If you don't like that, be freaking Or if hard. you're just not willing to do it. Right, right, right. That's because the there's things there's things that people don't like to do until that activity links directly to their pocketbook. And then all of a sudden, they love it. They'll do it. They love it yeah. and they will do it. Because they're like, yeah. oh, I get it. I love this now. I want to yeah. do more of that. It's like me working with buyers. And you, you decided to cut it off. I, I will at some point, but right now I'm like, I I actively right now actually called one of our referral partners today. And I was like, you're going to have to like take this over because I feel like I'm losing people because I'm just so negative when I call them. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, okay. But look, you're being honest with yourself about it. Like instead of making yourself miserable and losing it. (laughs) losing money yeah she loves it yeah good perfect (laughs) all right i hope we gave you guys something to you know think about i know we probably didn't that was a downer for you it is it is you know what i I look at it opposite it is freedom to pivot Mm. like freaking own it it's your life it's one precious life listen yesterday i found out that one of my he became a friend. He was a client kind of first. He was an agent actually at KW Okay. and I recruited him and then he got out of the business and he began to give me business and I just adored him. We became friends. I, I helped his sister uh, buy a house. I helped his niece buy a house. He, he referred, he died on Saturday. Oh no. What the hell? Eight years old. And my point is, this is one freaking precious life. Right. Quit being miserable. Yeah. Do it. Do it big, do what you need to do, or don't do it. It doesn't matter. One life, stop. Yeah. Right? I I think too, we can have like a quick conversation about this to help you with it, right? Because I've known, I mean, you've probably talked to a trillion more people than I have that were going to get out of the business. They had one conversation with us and now it's like, oh, they're so happy they never got out. I think that's true. We can help you breathe life back in with new direction, new focus, new clarity. Sometimes I think it's worth that. You've gone so far. Worth the conversation. Worth a conversation. We'd love to have that with you for sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, so give us a call or a text at 513-400-1691. Thanks for being with us today, everybody. And thanks, Mert. Namaste, Monica. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> All right. I am so excited for our tiebreaker today. It's Eric Orland. Hi, Eric. Hi. Good morning, Jennifer. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? Doing well. Thanks for asking. Well, I want to give people an idea about who you are. So you've been in real estate like forever, even though you're only 30. 
right? I, I wish I was only 30. I've been in real estate for about 30 years, which is why I am completely great, right, Jennifer? 30 <laughs> years of real estate would make anybody great. Actually, I think it's about two or three years in real estate. <laughs> yeah. Your hair turns great, yes. Exactly. But in your previous life, you were an investment banker. Now you are at EXP and you've been here for about two or three years, but you are one of the fastest growing groups at EXP with over 2,000 agents in your group in under two and a half years. That's an amazing accomplishment. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank but you. I know that you talk to like 50 agents a day or more, right? I do. I do. So this is why I wanted you on for this question. So I'm sure you're having the conversation like, is real estate really the right business for you? I mean, not for you specifically, but like you, the agent. Like you're having these conversations. How are you handling that? What are you saying? How do you know help them through that question? You know, I think at the end of the day, that cream always rises to the top, right? Mm -hmm. Who is going to succeed in this industry are people that have the will and the desire to be successful. People right. who are going to take the time to go out there and nurture, first identify, and then right. nurture and cement relationships with those people that they'd like to have as real estate clients. Yes. I think what is going to happen is that people who are going to succeed in real estate, first of all, they have to have the will and the desire to be in real estate and to be successful. True. And then, of course, sharpen their skill sets, knowing what to do, what to say, how to engage somebody, mm -hmm. how to have a follow-up system in place to ensure that when you identify a prospect, a potential buyer and seller, you're then solidifying that relationship. So and can I, like lead them through the funnel. Yeah. But I what about, oh, sorry, go ahead. I think in this market, like any market, I think a realtor has an enormous opportunity to be successful. Mm -hmm. I think if a realtor has a mindset that people are always going to move, think about this, Jennifer, yes. right? Women are always going to have children mm -hmm. and they're going to have to have bigger homes. Right. Those babies are going to go off someday and they're going to have to scale down. People, unfortunately, get divorced, mm -hmm. their deaths, people get job transferred. If you are having enough conversations as you mm -hmm. should be having, yes. you will be successful whether the market is scorching hot or freezing cold. But don't you think that, let's go back to your first point about you have to have the will. Don't you think that sometimes, or are you talking to agents sometimes who like, maybe they've been with a different group or a different organization, a different platform where they've kind of they have the will, but it's kind of maybe have been stifled or they feel burnt out. Where if, is it possible, like how do you differentiate between those agents versus agents who like don't have the will? Do you know what I mean? Like burnout versus really no will. I think they're the one and the same. I think that it's really hard, Jennifer, to ignite a flame inside yeah. of something. I think somebody either has that torch to be successful or they don't. Okay. I think we manifest right? Exactly what we're going to receive. Yeah. I think it starts with having the right mindset. Mm -hmm. When I came to EXP, I was poor and destitute. I was 58 years old and I had lost everything. Oh, wow. I came to EXP not with the mindset if I was going to be successful, but how successful I was going to be. I got up every morning and saw myself having an incredible, fun-loving, big organization. Yes. And I couldn't wait to pick up the phone and build relationships with people. And that's yes. what I really want to stress in today's talk together is that in selling, when you're out there in real estate, whether you're selling widgets, investment banking products or real estate, it is about relationship selling. Mm -hmm. It's getting to understand the wants and needs of the person who you are engaged with mm -hmm. and enhancing that relationship. And how you build a relationship is by properly asking questions. Yes. So I think a realtor that takes the time 
to identify real estate as the career that mm-hmm. they choose to pursue, mm-hmm. come, at, come at it with an absolute can-do mindset, and then sharpen their selling skills, sharpen their tools, yes. so they have a system in place that they can follow, they will absolutely be. That's like the biggest problem, right? Because it's like, okay, I want to do it now. What do I say? What do I do? What's my process? But let's let's go. What are the questions that you would ask yourself to decide? Is this really what I want to do? I would. That's a really, really good question. And I think people come at that each and every day when they enter any yes. career. It doesn't have to be real estate. Well, especially we're commission only, right? It's not like it's literally like our activities will lead to rep, will lead to money. And if we don't right. do anything, we do not receive any money. You have to That's do true. something. So you have to like what you do. You have to be excited about yeah. selling somebody, helping somebody make their biggest purchase, mm-hmm. buy me at a home, or yeah. dispose of their most important asset, selling their home. Yeah. And you have to be, so one is you have to like what you do. Two is you have to understand you know, the risk reward ratio. Yes. Yes. This is not a salary job. Right. People are going out there. But what I love about it not being salaried is we don't have a cap on how I know that's not a salary. Pay. That's the best part about it. <laughs> so I think if you come at it with that ma- mindset of absolutely knowing that you are going to be successful, mm-hmm. I think a realtor will be successful. I think they'll take the time again to enhance their skills. Yes. You know, have a calendar in place. Oh my God. Can you repeat that for the people in the back? Jeez. So I want to say to you that if I say, if someone said to me, Eric, what is the one reason you've been successful in your career? I'm going to say that it's my calendar. That is my work Bible. There is nothing that gets in the way of me being successful each and every day. Mm -hmm. I time block my entire day. So think about this, Jennifer. Would you ever get on an airplane with a pilot that didn't have a flight plan? Uh, No. Right? Someone doesn't know the direction that they want to go. You wouldn't let them lead you then. Right. Same thing is true. If you're not clear about what actions you have to take every day mm-hmm. and where it will land you, you're almost shooting yourself in the foot. So your calendar, yes. right, will absolutely determine the level of success you have. If you choose to honor it, it yes. will lead you to down a path that ultimately winds yeah. up. In the pot of it's gold. like an actual, your calendar is an actual reflection of your bank account. Without a doubt. Now you keep mentioning mindset and I like a hundred percent agree with you. It is about mindset. And I feel like it's also an overused term and it's also underrated. So how do you keep up your mindset and what does it really mean to you? It's a great question as well. You're asking me some really good questions. So I have a morning practice, right? Every morning, my day starts off with meditation, right? And then I have to go through a visual visualization. I journal and I'm involved in a ritual each and every day. So my mindset stays positive. If you get out of bed complaining, right? You're setting yourself to have uh, up to have that type of day. Yeah. Day of complaints. My focus is exactly the opposite. My focus is being in a positive mindset, surrounding myself by positive people. And that stems from me. I choose each and every day yes. to wake up with a can-do attitude, yes. a smile on my face. And what I realize at the end of the day, when I am smiling, when I am happy, I am inviting people into my world and my business is just that much more successful. Exactly. And I feel like we probably had a similar experience and I don't remember exactly when it happened, but I think it's been 
about a year or so, I just like realized that like, I never really had days when I woke up unhappy. There's like something that happened when it was like, I'm excited to be like around, but I was trying to think, and I want to ask you this question when that did that happen to you? Like, was there one day where you're like, Oh, I haven't had a bad day. And like, I haven't woke up in a bad mood in like a long time. I try not to let that into my mind. I think okay. that I'm very clear that there's two parts to our to our brain, to our mind. Okay. One is a conscious level and the other is a subconscious level. Yes. And this is this is a mutual friend of ours talks about this all the time, Kevin Yoder, who I dearly Hey love. Kevin. Kevin. Shout out to Kevin Yoder. Great, great personal coach. And I choose when something negative comes into my mindset not to allow it in, to absolutely reject it. So what I try to do is to have paradigms that are really empowering me. Okay. Paradigms are beliefs or habits that we carry in our subconscious that really affect the behavior that we take. So I'm very cognizant when something negative comes into my mind to quickly reject. So then by your say, you're meaning that like, even though that can happen, you're still like doing the things you're still doing your morning routine because you know that it like leads you. Is that what you mean? I, yes, but I also, you and I, and everybody for that matter, has the choice when we, we all have negative th thoughts, right? Right. We all, everybody has those thoughts that occasionally come to us. Mm -hmm. We can either accept them and internalize them or completely reject them. So yeah. I have a negative thought. I try to be cognizant that that doesn't do me any benefit. Right. And immediately eliminate that. Yeah. So yeah, like you're almost... Cause I have, for me personally, like I have tried the like rejecting the thought and it kind of didn't work. It kind of like persisted. Right. So now for me, I'm like, when the thought comes in, I'm like, okay, I hear you. Like, are you in like to kind of talk to myself? I maybe yeah. it's somebody, but like, I hear you. Is that, is that helpful? Or like, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to do? Is it something that you're like pushing me forward? Or are you like, what's going on here? And then it seems to be quiet. Yeah, I'm going to share something with you. So okay. I believe when we have a negative thought, okay. you have to stamp out that thought. Yeah. And you do it by having repetition, saying a positive thought to you over and over. I'm going to play something. I have an app on my phone. Okay. It's going to be a little quirky. And it's an audio loop. So when I have a negative thought, or better yet, when I am building my EXP organization, yes, I don't come at it as, am I going to be successful? Or I have any sense of doubt. I have conviction. I have faith. And every morning I get up and I play this. I'm gonna play this for you. I hope yeah, you, let's hope hear you, it. You ready? I think uh -huh. it's pretty cool. When I'm really getting personal here. <laughs> I am so happy and grateful now that I have 30,000 people in my EXP organization making over $1 million a month. Wow. Money flows to me, allowing me to provide to those I love with complete comfort and confidence. I live in multiple beautifully decorated homes in New York, Connecticut, at the St. Regis in Puerto Rico, and Miami, and have a net worth of over $50 million. This is such a great idea. Recording your vision and your dream and your affirmation in your own freaking voice. Oh my God, you're a genius. You know, so I sit there in the morning and I shave and I shower and all I do is I drum this into my head, right? You cannot I, be upset I, after listening to that. And you come at it with, I am so happy and grateful now yes. that I have 30,000 people in my EXP organization making over a million dollars a month. Oh I have the God. freedom and the comfort to provide for those that I love.
I love this so much. Right? So I say that over and over. So when I hear a negative thought, I replace that mm. with repetition, with mm -hmm. a positive thought over mm -hmm. and over mm -hmm. and over again. And I believe and it's your voice. You're talking to yourself and it's like, yeah. do I believe this? And you do because you recorded it. You can hear that you believe it. So, you know, you know, Jennifer, we have a choice to make. We can either sit there and tell ourselves how crappy we are Boo. and have all of these self-doubts, reservations about going after the, our dreams, our aspirations, or flip side, we can, yeah. tell, we, we can tell ourselves how great we are. And I choose to take that, I choose to take that direction. And I, I firmly believe that the success that I've had at EXP stems from the fact that I am prepared each and every day to engage people in positive conversations. Yes. Now I've honed my skills. I know the right questions to ask, mm -hmm. but each and every, you know, I've, I've positioned myself to have a successful day each and every day by abiding by my calendar. And then. Yes. I love uh, this. And I feel like we could probably do like a Joe Rogan length podcast, just talking to you about this, but you're hundred percent right. Mindset is where it, it starts and it will pull you into the action. So I want to challenge everybody to make a recording for themselves and to share with us that they did it. Also, one tip that I learned too is I changed my password to the goal, like the sales goal. And so, and I make it so it doesn't remember it where I have to type it in. And that's like an instant trigger. It's like, it's okay, great. yeah. So do one of those things. Go ahead. I want to say something, and you asked me before, I know as we're coming into a challenging market, and people ask themselves, can I do this? Can I be successful in real estate? I want to tell you, they absolutely can. Yeah. I think the strength of one's real estate business, if I said nothing else today, mm -hmm. the strength of one's real estate business is predicated based on the strength and size of your database. Mm -hmm. If you take the time to identify an audience of buyers and sellers by asking the right questions, and those questions basically, will they be moving within a two-year period and are they receptive to working with you? Yes. If you build a database of people that are going to buy or sell within a two-year period and are open to working with you, you have a vibrant business. You can yes. go to sleep at night with your head in your pillow, knowing that you've got something of significant value. People will say to me, Eric, were you a successful realtor? I don't know. I know I sold a ton of properties my second year of real estate. Mm -hmm. Not because I not because I mastered a contract, Jennifer, right. because I had a database of almost 800 people by the end of my second year that I knew with certainty were going to buy or sell within a two-year period and they were open to doing business. And it's them. like not even that many, right? You didn't say 20,000. You said 800 people yeah. and most yeah. agents, they don't have a vision for themselves to have sell, you know, over a hundred houses a year. Like maybe they want to sell like 24 or 36, then you probably even need less. This is awesome. So I can sense that the listener is getting a glimpse into what it's like working with you, being a part of your organization, just being around you. If they want to get into your world, they want to learn more about your EXP group. If EXP can help them, what is the best way to get a hold of you? For those people that are considering real estate or in real estate right now, I mean, the logical choice, folks, is this. In real estate, the goal is not only to make money, but keep more of your money. Yes. At EXP, it is the great brokerage platform because it allows agents to keep more of their money and hit their monetary goals while, listen here, 
while providing them with multiple streams of income, giving for realtors maybe the first time ever a sense of financial security mm-hmm. or stability that this industry, Jennifer, has never seen before. Right. right. If we're coming into a down market, I think we can all agree having multiple streams of income is significantly better than having one stream of income. Yes, even in mm-hmm. an out market. Right. (laughs) Couple that with the highest level of coaching, training, support and technology that helps you identify buyer and seller leads. It helps you perform and do your job at the highest level. Folks, if you want to learn more about eXp, it would be my pleasure to take the time to share with you. I have one of the fastest growing groups at eXp because our people sell real estate and they build an organization that provides them a passive and residual income. So they have the comfort of going to sleep at night knowing they have certainty in their lives. If you have any interest in reaching out to me, please call me directly on my cell phone. My number is 415-595-9000 or my email is eric at ericorland.com. That's E-R-I-C at E-R-I-C-O-R-L-A-N-D.com. Awesome, Eric, it's such a pleasure. Thank you so much. You're great. I enjoyed this. Anytime you like, I'd love to come back. I love sharing and you were fantastic. I really appreciated your questions today. Thank you, Eric. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.